This is the Ag Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. Welcome. This podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and shakers of those shaping it. Today, I visit with U.S. Wheat Associates. I am joined by Steve Worshing. He is vice president and director of their West Coast office in Portland, Oregon. And we will talk about outreach to the Federal Grain Inspection Service about hard white wheat and hard red winter wheat grade standards today. Steve, can you start us off by giving us some information on what's going on with this topic and issue? Over 30 years ago, hard white wheat was recognized as an official wheat class by the USDA. That really, really brought this class forward. And I remember as a a young U.S. wheat employee actually putting hard white wheat samples from California in buckets and sending them to overseas markets to, to promote this class. Hard white wheat, you know, was always seen as a premium wheat class that could really effectively compete with Australian wheat and certainly now with Russian and, and black sea wheat in uh, some of our traditional U.S. markets in Africa and Southeast Asia. So we're really interested in trying to keep this class going and trying to build on those successes. However, we have this conundrum, if you will, about the chicken and the egg, you know, uh, which one came first. And, and, And we've always had the same kind of issue where, you know, what comes first, the, the supply of the hard white to sell overseas or the market? Uh, the demand. Uh, certainly over the years, we've done a lot of programs to, to build demand and make buyers aware of the great quality hard white wheat that we grow here, and they they know about it, and they really do want to buy it. And uh, now I think we really have uh, some supply issues. We're, we're having difficulty building that uh, critical mass. And we see some farmers that want to grow hard white actually being harmed by uh, these uh, characterized ill-liquid markets, meaning that uh, a lot of country elevators have difficulty handling yet one more class of wheat. So they don't want to, or if they do, they'll they'll discount the hard white at the first point of sale. So... um, uh, U.S. Wheat Associates, uh, at the direction of, of farmers in, in Colorado, Kansas, and Idaho, uh, the three top producing states of hard white, we uh, took their direction and uh, looked at maybe ways where we could uh, revise the, the grain standards to to ease the, uh, the illiquid market and uh, support farmers. So um, we, we have uh, U.S. Wheat Associates has uh, uh, board meetings, and, and our last board meeting was in uh, Nashville this year in, in, at the end of Ju- June, excuse me, at the end of June. And um, the growers brought forward a motion uh, to change the standards, uh, which was uh, in the Hard White Week Committee, which was adopted uh, unanimously. And then in um, uh, 
uh, the full board meeting. I uh, enjoyed broad support uh, for this motion to change the grain standards. Um, to be specific, um, the first part of that motion uh, sets out to differentiate hard white spring wheat from hard white, uh, hard white winter wheat. There in Colorado, Scott Haley, your CSU breeder, fantastic guy, amazing career. Uh, he, he bred some of the best hard white uh, winters, uh, um, snow mass, uh, really, I think, uh, breaking some yield boundaries as well uh, with great quality protein functionality. Uh, you guys are growing winter wheat. Right now, winters and springs are, are not differentiated at all uh, in the hard white class, so we are urging the Federal Grain Inspection to differentiate between springs and winters. Idaho, on the other hand, not too far away in the southern part of Idaho, they're growing a lot of spring wheat, which essentially uh, do have some different milling characteristics and uh, a slightly different functionality and, yeah, usually a little higher protein. The other thing that growers brought forward was to create a hard winter wheat class with subclasses of hard white winter and hard red winter wheat. Uh, this would effectively make it possible for the country elevator to receive hard winter wheat and then uh, divide it up with the uh, uh, subclasses of white and red. Hard red winter and hard white winter, Kansas and Colorado, have very similar breeding programs and very similar qualities. So we see this as something that will, I think, uh, aid uh, in, in the marketability and, and aid growers and giving them a better place to uh, sell the wheat and, and they won't be discounted at the elevator. We also allowed and suggested that uh, they could blend higher amounts of hard white wheat into hard red winter. You see, hard white is kind of an improver wheat. Uh, the white brand uh, allows you to get slightly higher extraction rates and things like that. So blending in a little more hard white into hard red winter would not really harm Anything, in fact, our U.S. domestic milling industry uh, is is doing this already. So we see that as a plus. So we're hoping that these revisions can be evaluated and considered by the Federal Grain Inspection Service, and that I don't know, in in 90 days or so, we'll get some sort of uh, response from them to let us know what they think of these proposals, and then we'll have another chance to, to comment on what actual changes they might propose to the grain grading system. And again, this is all to improve the marketability of hard white as well as to improve, uh, I think, the situation for producers of uh, this class of wheat in Colorado and Kansas and, and Idaho uh, in particular. Does that make changes at the elevator if you start mixing and doing some of these differences? Will there be a cost for them? Well, before the elevator uh, had to kind of keep these uh, 
hard white and hard red winter uh, separated, always separated. And so they, they essentially saw some additional costs in handling uh, uh, another class of wheat. Uh, here, um, they'll have the option to separate them and market them separately if they wish, or uh, essentially they, they can blend these two together and um, not be penalized by the market. So that's, uh, that's what we're hoping for. Okay. All right. I don't have a lot of time to ask you many more questions. Steve, what else is important to know about this? Well, um, part of it is uh, U.S. Wheat Associates represents farmers' interests in the overseas market. And so uh, these concerns were brought forward by the farmers themselves in hopes of improving their situation. And so U.S. Wheat is, is just facilitating this process. So we believe that, that farmers uh, know what is best for them and can make changes uh, that will help them. Steve Worshing, Vice President and Director of the West Coast Office in Portland, Oregon for U.S. Wheat Associates, my guest here today. On the Ag Queen podcast, I'm Lori Boyer. Mm-hmm.